What's up and welcome to another episode of Ask PG Braun with your host, PG Braun, me, of course. And we've been rotating around my co-hosts lately. And this week's co-host is a very special one. Uh, she has been on the show before. And it's been quite a while, actually, since she's been on the show. But she is everybody's favorite bikini competitor. She goes by the ab chick. Um, but her real name is Stephanie uh, Sakara, And um, she has just gotten back from a little uh, downtime, or she was supposed to be taking some downtime, and popped in the studio to uh, talk about everything with us. Welcome, Stephanie. Well, thank you so much for having me, PJ. I'm so excited to be back and to be able to talk about everything and divulge into all of it. Did, did you feel like, uh, I already know the answer to this, but did you feel like you got some good R&R time on the cruise that you just went on? You know, I, I spent a good amount of time with like the family, so I, I really enjoyed that. Um, but I definitely didn't take the time off that I needed to. I It's really funny because I was talking to Joey and I was like, hey, you know, like I'm so excited for this cruise. I'm going to take some time off and I can't wait because I'm going to be less tired and I can't wait to like rest up and quite the opposite happened I actually ended up just being more tired after the vacation <laughs> and I was like oh my god I am I, I can't wait to just go home now <laughs> did you miss any workouts on the vacation one just one <laughs> yes now I, I want everybody listening to know that I said it was mandatory that she rested. You did not say it was mandatory. I you, wanted you, you to rest. Like, you were trying to be nice around it. You never said, Stephanie, you need to be off. Because you would have said, Stephanie, be off. I would have been. I off. didn't say you have to completely. <laughs> I didn't force it. I did write on one of the on one of the the, the posts on one. I think I I might have. Uh, Joey had wrote something that I tagged, and I was like, mandatory downtime. Um, but I didn't say, I want you to absolutely do nothing. So. I thought you were joking. No, I wanted you to rest. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's really, really hard. You know, once you're, you know, like I'm used to like right before getting on the cruise and coming here, I was doing what, like 70. You had just brought down my cardio to 75 minutes. And that was like a pretty big hit for me mentally, too. And I was like, oh, I want to do more. Um, and then, you know, I'm pretty strict with my diet all the time. And, you know, coming into the cruise, I was like, OK, cool. Like, I'll, I'll just be off and then there was a lot of like downtime like the the cruise wasn't planned well where there wasn't a lot of activity so i was just kind of like fiddling my thumbs i don't drink alcohol um not that i think that alcohol is you know bad or i think bad of people that drink alcohol but i personally prefer to eat cake and use those calories for that um which i did eat ice cream and i did eat Good. out of my diet so um but i did eat a lot of vegetables because i love vegetables so you know if you're eating food <laughs> that you love it isn't some sort of torturous diet, guys. You know, I think people think of diet and they think it's like boring food and it's not a lot of calories, but you don't have to just eat bad food right. to be going off your diet. And if, if anything, what I typically try to do with a lot of my people, what I try to do with you is just increase the foods that you like, mm -hmm. depending on where you are in your life at that point. So yeah. off season, you're eating more of the foods that you like dieting, you're eating less or you're rotating them in, but it's essentially the same foods most of the time. Right. And we actually even had a conversation at one point cause you switched up my diet and you were like trying to put in more like yolks and more of different variety. And I was like, uh, I don't think I want to do that. I want to stick more with different foods just because I know that those foods like 
feel really good on me. And you're like, well, Stefan, I don't want you to burn out with the foods. I'm like, I've been doing this for five years. Like, it's just, you know, like those are the foods that I really enjoy and they make me feel good. And if I feel good and I can perform really well in the gym, that's what makes me happy. I, you know, if I have my cheat meal once a week where I can go to the, you know, go to Olive Garden or go to the Cheeks Factor, wherever I want to go and have whatever I'm craving, I'm good. And the rest of the week I can just enjoy the other foods and feel good, feel tight. I'm happy. And I, I want people listening to understand that there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we have all different categories of athletes and people that are into fitness. And I know people who they're just really into doing marathons. You know, yeah. they just want to run all the time. And the way they eat and the way they train is completely different than us. But mm -hmm. nobody in, in bodybuilding or bikini or, or any of the divisions could ever imagine running for that long of a period of time. They would assume that can't be healthy for you. Yeah, but if you, if you tell a marathon runner, they feel great. Exactly. So you have to just do what's best for you and also what makes you happy, which I know Stephanie pretty well. And I would not allow her to be suffering and not happy so right and it, it's all the things that it makes me happy like i have i live in california i have my hills in the back of my backyard and it makes me happy going on hikes with my dog every single morning because she gets her exercise and i just the air and the mountains they just it just makes me happy so if i had to you know limit myself from doing that because it's i'm doing too much then I wouldn't be at a happy place. Same with like the hit workouts. Like, you know, I feel amazing like with the pump, like just those hit like plyo workouts that I do, they make me feel so good. Mm -hmm. Like I get all the endorphins in, I have a huge pump and then people think I'm some kind of ninja at the gym where they're just, I'm like a circus animal. And that's, <laughs> I don't know, I'm like, oh cool, that's hey, fun. Some people are, <laughs> you know, superhuman or close to it and you're, you're one of those people. You know, there are people that can do way more and, mm -hmm. and it's quite often that those people become, you know, the best UFC fighters or the all-star football players. They just happen to have more genetic potential. And it's okay that most of us are not like that and that there are so few people that are like that. It's okay. You know, a, a lot of people want to figure out, you know, how can I be like that? And in many ways you can try, but you can't. And then there's, there's of course, the other side that are like, it's it's bad to be like that. It's yeah. bad to be like that. I feel like there's a lot of like fit shaming yes. in this industry, especially once you're in your off season. Like everyone wants you to be fat. Everyone wants you to eat all the cookies. And I'm like, okay. To live is what they always say. To live. I'm like, yeah. I am living. I am happy. I had someone during the cruise, uh, they DM me. It's like, oh, you know, it's sad that I see you at the gym. And, and you know, it breaks my heart that, you know, you, you're, you're not taking the time off. I'm like, you know, like, I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy doing that little bit of extra cardio and I enjoy doing it with my, like my family loves to be super active. So that's what we do for fun. We go on bike rides, we go on hikes, we go on runs. Like we go crazy. We go running around the ship. Just we go up and down the stairs just for fun. So anything that involves burning calories. And, but that's what, you know, we find fun. I don't find it fun to just lay on a beach chair and just, you know, just stare at everybody else and not do anything. That's not fun for me. So yeah, and to those of you that, that do have fun doing that, nothing wrong with that. It's all about what you're doing mm -hmm. for yourself. Exactly. So I want to backtrack for a minute, and I want to go to the beginning of competition season because the last 
time you were on the podcast, people were waiting for us to get into competition season. Yep. If I remember correctly. And um, a lot has happened. A lot <laughs> has happened. So the first show that you did was, uh, what was the date of that? It was, it was June 3rd. It was the beginning of June. Yeah, June 3rd or 4th or 5th, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was in Miami Muscle Beach. And that was the Miami Muscle Beach. And um, there was, what, 40 girls at that show? There's a handful of girls. It was a lot of really, really, really good girls. And yes. I did think that you looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what did you get, third call out, fourth call out? Something like that. It was, like, way in the end. It was, like... I pretty much didn't place. I got 16th. So, so that that was the first show that we had did together, a full prep. I was very pleased with it. And we took the feedback from the judges, and uh, we put together a plan mm-hmm. of to, to keep on competing. Yep. And I said, look, you're just going to have to really, unfortunately, suffer and get your damn glutes way, way tarter, tighter, mm-hmm. way harder. That's what these top girls – are doing to separate themselves from everybody else. Like if you don't have that separation in your, in your hams and glutes, it's just not going to happen. You're not even going to get looked at. Right. And that's what I've been kind of like struggling with the whole entire time I've been competing. And, you know, for me mentally, like it was a little devastating, like after not placing well, cause I was like, you know, I felt good. I was like, Oh, you know, like I'm going to do good. I've been really training really, really hard. And you know, I could probably like make it really, I could do really well. And once I didn't place well, I was like, you know, I had two decisions to make. I was like, I either, you know, complain about it and say, oh, this is it. Just, you know, it's all politics and it's all this and it's all that. Or I can just actually look at my body and, and, look, and you know, take my physique apart and say, okay, was I really good enough to compete against these girls? And the answer was no. I was, yeah. you know, I wasn't tight enough. I wasn't lean enough. I didn't have the, the structure that what they were looking for. So instead of complaining and saying that, I was like, no, we are going to make it. It might take me 10 shows. It might take me 20, but, you know, I am not where I need to be. And for me to be the best that I need to be, I need to keep on pushing further. And I feel like a lot of people quit in this sport, especially at the professional level, because you know, they're so used to always placing. They're so used to always doing really well. And then they go in the pro show, they do last and they're like, ah, I don't, I don't understand what they're looking for this and that. Like, and then they just quit and then they bash a sport and they don't realize that, you know, sometimes it's more about them. And, you know, it's, you know, the judges are judging everyone based on who's there. So if you're not going, if you're not part of the standard, they're not going to go and pick somebody else that doesn't fit the standard just to say, oh, you know, you worked really hard. It doesn't matter how hard you work. It's how you come in. So, yeah. And, you know, there are are so many different looks. Yes. And so many girls that, you know, are hard versus soft, Mm -hmm. different shapes. But the one thing that is consistent is the hams and glutes. And I've seen girls that I don't find impressive at all, but do have the ham glute separation and they're in the mix. So we left that show with that being our main priority. And we went to, where did we go next? Oh, crap. It's a lot of them. Jerome, I need you to pull up my <laughs> my pictures. Where do we go next? So we took some time off and we did a show in California. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was the Patriots Challenge. No, it was in Vegas. It was in Vegas. And guys, I did 11 shows. It's yeah, so hard no, for me I, to keep track. I'm yeah, like, hold on. We're not going to go from show to show to show, but we're going <laughs> to go through, you know, the but, outline of it. But this one was good because I we took maybe like four or five weeks off. And I literally went straight on like our 
plyo exercises increased. I started lifting a lot heavier and my whole mentality just kind of like changed. Um, just because I was pretty much already pretty lean, it was just more of like just change, like just switching a couple things that we needed to switch. And but I, you know, I obviously went in like a hundred percent with it, and then I ended up actually in sixth place. Huge so first call, like way going from last place, like last call outs to first call out sixth place, and I was I don't know I think that show just kind of like I was like okay good I can do this like I'm not perfect yet but I know I can get there and I'm. Like, this is an opportunity. I, I can do this. And we were super, super stoked. So, you know, as pumped as she is as the competitor, I'm right there with her as the coach. And I want this, you know, almost as bad or as bad as she does. I always say I want it as bad. I mean, I, I get really, really into yes. the preps with the few people that I do prep. So now, after that, I'm ready to just keep on going. Yes, me too. And you were too. And so we went on a bit of a tear of competing very close together. Yes. So we did a couple shows back to back. Man, I can't even, man. Oh God, what was it? I don't even know what, hold on. Here we are. Let's see. So then after that, we did the Vancouver Pro. And then I think I got, it says it right here, doesn't it? I got 11th place. And I was like, okay, this is fine. There's a lot of more competition. And yep. the thing is, you guys have to remember, each judge kind of judges a little bit different. Yes. They have things that they like on people and they have other things that they don't like. So some judges will like girls that are like completely ripped, like their glutes and hamstrings have to be like, kind of situation. And they don't really care about like too much of the size of their upper body. Where some other judges like a little bit of a softer look and they don't really care too much about like, you know, having like the super detailed glutes, but they like bigger upper bodies. So you kind of have to like see what the judges like on you and what they're kind of going for kind of coming in. And obviously throughout these 11 shows, like I kind of like figured out, okay, this is what I need to do for these shows or, you know, kind of like play around with it. And that's what me and PJ did. And we did have some frustrating moments because, you know, we'd have one judge that would say uh, she's way too skinny. And then yeah. we'd have another judge that's saying, you know, her arms are getting too big. And then we'd have another judge that would say. <laughs> My abs are too ripped. The abs are too ripped. So, <laughs> so there's you know, a lot going on. Show to show, you know, you try to take that feedback and apply it. Uh, but I will say when you're doing that many shows, you have to decide on what the overall mm -hmm. look that you're going to go for is no matter what. Yep. And strive to achieve that look, which we, we, we knew no matter what, the glutes and hams had to just keep getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Yep, yep. So I pretty much after that just kept on improving. Everything that I did, I was pretty much in the 10, in the top 10. Um, it got to the point where, you know, we kept on going and it got to, oh, what show was it? In October, it was my, oof, I don't know what show that was later on. And I ended up in fifth place after you know and that was like kind of like my reward yeah we were I was pumped. like oh my god i did it like this is amazing like i had placed fifth once before it was back in 2017 after that show it kind of went downhill and then last year I, like 2018 like i did not place at all so being able to prove to myself that yes i can do it i can get better and i can be back up there and be in the mix with the top girls it was awesome. So the, the show that I did that I got fifth place was the San Antonio Pro, and there was 42 yep. girls. I remember it was Texas. So 
that that was just I I don't know I just felt so proud of myself and I was like man I can do anything mm -hmm. and I can make it to the Arnold I can make it to the Olympia I just need to keep on pushing but you know things don't always go as you plan you can make all the goals that you want but you know you always have to kind of have a it, it, I don't know how to say it like just like a point where you're just like okay you know like I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say like like it's okay if you don't like you, you you set out these goals but you have other people judging you and you yeah. don't have full control over it of course there's outside influences that are going to dictate yep. you know the final circumstances yeah I think the hardest show for me was the show after the San Antonio Pro where I got fifth place um I did the Iowa Pro and I ended up not what did I get? 14th place. Mm -hmm. So I went from fifth place to 14th place. And I was like, what? I remember Like, that. I remember like thinking, oh, I'm going to get the top three in this show. And yep. then I'm going to do a next show and I'm going to get top two. And then after that, I'm going to get first place. And the thing is, guys, everyone in the shows, they're all fighting for the same thing. Yep. Everyone's working really, really hard. And everyone is, you know, busting their butts to get there. So I... And that was the show that I got, uh, the one that I got 14th. That's the one that I got, like the feedback that I was too skinny and too depleted. And I remember it just broke my heart. And I was like, oh my God, like, am I, was it just luck on the last show that I got fifth place? Like, you know, all these negative things just start like coming into my head. And I was like, no, we're going to keep on fighting. We're going to keep on going. Um, and then I had one more show after, which was super, super, super competitive. There was like, how many girls were at? The show in California, there was like over like 50 a girls. Lot. That was a monstrous, monstrous And show. there was a lot of top level girls. I ended up in the second call outs, um, which is, I was actually really, really happy about that just because of the, the number of girls. And honestly, like at that, with that, no, that number of girls, it's really hard to figure out who are, who's who just because there's so many of them. It's so hard to judge all those girls. I, I mean, I give, I mean, I give complete applause mm -hmm. to all the judges to be able to even judge like I sometimes just look even at the pictures of other shows or even the shows that I'm in I'm like how the hell like <laughs> how do they even decide like how like there's so many of them and, and you I, I've noticed a lot of judges that do take their time and their full efforts to be able to you know like diagnose everyone and give you like full details on everything like I mean um, Tamer and Tarek for example like they literally like diagnosed you completely and they're like okay and then after you're done with the show they're like literally giving you exactly what they want you to improve on and when it makes you feel good because they're paying attention and you know they're making sure that they're they're helping you move forward so yeah and i think it's very important to get that feedback in that style i i really um applaud mm -hmm. the judges that give very detailed feedback because to just say like Oh, get tighter. You know, I mean, that 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 could be so general and so broad. Yep. You know, everybody always wants to get tighter. Yep. You know, it's it's rare. <laughs> it's rare that I've been at a show that I have ever had anyone's feedback being, oh, they said I was too tight. I've actually heard some girls that they've said really? that too. Yeah. Wow. There's one girl that's actually in our, she's, uh, I forgot her name. I know a girl that, um. She was like, she comes in way too lean, and they're like telling her, "Go, oh, you need to soften up." One so, of our one of our Mexican girls comes yes. in very lean. Is that who you're talking yes. about? Yeah, 
I think she's just genetically just She's literally like shredded. she's sitting down yeah. and you can see all the veins on her legs. And I'm like, and she's like, I have to eat too many carbs. I'm like, that's not a problem yeah. to have. <laughs> eat those carbs. Um, yeah, she is actually always very, very hard. And I think genetically, yes. yeah. you know, she's probably one of those people that, that perhaps has a harder time putting the size that she wants on. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, having condition isn't a big deal. It's just having it the right way for her is probably pretty tough. For you, I, I really feel extremely proud oh, of where we were ended, and ending up. In the beginning, I said, okay, we have a lot of work. This is the plan. This is what we're going to do. And, you know, in five months, we got a lot. We, I, I'm on it. I put the pictures together. I'm like, how is that me? Like, and the thing is, like, I feel like the biggest thing for me was the fact that I didn't give up and I didn't say, oh, I'm gonna just gonna go in my off season and work on that. I feel like every single year prior to this one, that was my mentality. I would be like, oh, okay, it's time for me to come off because it's time, quote unquote, for off season. And then I would pretty much you know, just have like a slight improvement. Uh, one of the biggest things that I've learned throughout this process, like you can make so much of an improvement being close to stage weight mm -hmm. and just putting in that work and just going for it. But because a lot of people think, oh, I need to gain like 20, 30 pounds to make the improvements. And at least for me, what I've noticed is that if you do that, you're actually going to lose a lot of muscle along the way as well. So like what you're trying to lean out. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a very good plan. In, in place 100%. everything's been working the way that we want um i know what the plan is going to be going forward and really i just um i want to say for a second that you know it's been such a pleasure uh coaching you and the thing with stephanie is whatever you tell her to do she's going to do it 110 percent. and so i never doubt her abilities for for one second she's going to do it and she's going to do it perfect so when you know that about somebody, you're gonna figure out the plan to have mm -hmm. the success all around. Because yeah. there are many people that aren't gonna go all in on something. Yeah. Um, so now that we have that out of the way, it's just a matter of keep on going forward and getting mm -hmm. it right. Exactly, and I think, and honestly, it's been such a pleasure having you as a coach. Aww. Like, honestly, like, I couldn't have done this without PJ. Well. And, you know, it's, it, I want to give my 100% because I know he's giving my 100%. And there's been even shows where I feel like, you know, like I haven't played, like where I didn't place where I wanted to. And I actually like, it's really funny because I'd feel bad for like letting PJ down. I'm like, oh my God, he's putting all his efforts in me and I couldn't do it. Like I didn't, I couldn't get the place. I tried everything. And, you know, so, like it's not that I feel like bad for, not bad, but it's like, like I don't, I like, I feel more of like letting you down than letting myself down at that point. And I, I understand what you're, what you're trying to say. And I, it, it means a lot to me. I'm flattered by it. It also makes me a little sad at the same time, <laughs> but I get it. I get it. And, um, I do appreciate that. And you don't let me down. And, um, anyone that sticks to the plan and tries hard, it's all I ask for. And I will go all in for somebody. And I've told Keon the same thing. If you, if you try as hard as you can, you just listen to what I say. Don't ask anybody else and don't not do what I say. If you do those things, I will give you the shirt off my back and make sure that we figure this out. And and to the listeners at home, you know, I don't want to coach anymore. I like to coach the people that I'm coaching because of the relationships that we've built and because of the passion that I have 
for the science of competing specifically. So I don't necessarily want to take on somebody to help them lose 100 pounds. I could send that person to a, many very good coaches. I could send them to Stephanie, the ab chick, and she could help you lose 100 pounds. I have a very, very competitive nature in me and I also I feel like I am a <laughs> I'm going to call myself a do-gooder and I feel like I'm doing good for the individual and the industry when I take somebody that is good and I mean good like a good heart a good person and I make them place well because I think that the industry really really needs that and it is rare these days that I have coached somebody that people are like, that person's an asshole. Typically the, per the people that I'm working with closely, you know, in particular the abject, I get it a lot. People are like, I love her. I want her Aww. to do good. And so I want to be a part of that feel good story. And, um, I have so much pride in what we do that. I sometimes think that I am more upset after the shows and you handle the, the, the shows very well. Uh, you handle your defeats very well where I often want to, uh, and I've said things to Marissa, I'm like, this is going to be the one where I wring that judge's neck. And then I calm myself down. I'm like, I can't do that to her. I can't do that to all of our athletes because all it takes is me freaking out on one. And I just have to breathe. And I will always, I reach out to each judge after. And I say, can you please give me feedback? And most of the time, I just say thank you and move on. Other times, I will debate a little bit just to see what else I can get out of them. And in the end, I always say thank you and move on. And I say, all right, listen, this is the feedback that we got. Here's what we're going to apply going forward. And we do. I would never, um, first of all, as a competitor, don't ever. Ever. <laughs> don't ever, ever, ever argue with the judges or bash the judges. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. You're going to screw yourself forever. Now, there are certain sports where that does happen, and this is not one of them. Mm -mm. This is not one of them, so don't do that. Now, as a company owner, you might look at it as, well, why the hell am I going to pay to sponsor these events if my people don't do good? And I get that. I get that. Um, but again, that's not going to change the places either. I think a lot of people think um, I've had people say assholey things to me like, um, for instance, uh, when Keon won the New York Pro, there was a few people that said politics. And I was like, politics? What politics do I have? And if so, how come I can't get that chick to start winning these shows? So I'm paying for those shows, too. So where is the politics over there? It does. It truly doesn't work that way. I think a lot of people when. They watch from the outside. They like to assume that. Mm -hmm. um, but really, it, a lot of it comes down to what the judges like that day. Yep, it does. And, you know, the fact that, you know, all this is going on, it kind of gives hope to all the other competitors that are, you know, not top dogs. So, you know, like you have the girls that do, and the other competitors and, and the guys that do really, really well. And, you know, a lot of these girls that are, just coming into the scene they're like oh it's all politics all politics but you know to know that it, it isn't it kind of gives you hope that yeah. you you know as long as you work hard and you give it your 100 percent and you bring your 100 percent you're you know you could be up there with them i have i have uh in my mind a vision of you 
on the Olympia stage in the mix. And my vision of that happening is very soon. <laughs> it's it's not something that I think is first of all I I when I take on my projects I take on champions so and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way to everybody else but you know if you've never even done a show I'm probably not the coach for you and if you have done many shows um, and you've switched from coach to coach to coach chances are I'm probably not the coach for you either but if you have done a lot on your own and you want to take it to the next level and I see what you're all about and I see how hard you're working, you're probably going to vibe with me the right way. Um, me and me and uh, Billy Gagliardo, we speak every single morning now. He's very uh, analytical and I enjoy working with people like that. And just like I said about you, he's a great, great guy. And so I want these good people to do well, but he has the tools also. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I see certain people that I feel when I add my knowledge in, they have the tools to go far. You can't take mm -hmm. every piece of clay and mold it out exactly the way that you want to. So right now with you, um, you know, if I were to be hypercritical, I would say, okay, yeah, we can make your shoulders a little bit bigger. Uh, we should probably try to make your biceps a little bit smaller. I don't think that your abs are too developed personally. I don't think they should be more developed, but I think that they can atrophy a little bit, sure. Um, I think the separation is fine. I think that they could be a little bit smaller overall mm -hmm. on your physique just from atrophying. I think that your quads, we can separate them a little bit more as we go along. Uh, I think spinning around and, and going through the back, um, your calves could be a little bit bigger. I mean, that's a genetic thing. Or more of like the fine. You know, I mean, you could try <laughs> really, really hard, but genetically, that's the one that I see with the most limitations. Mm -hmm. Your hamstrings, we're going to build more. Absolutely. Um, we're going to build those adductors more. We're going to build the glutes more. We're going to have more separation through that tie-in area, through the side, for sure. Uh, your back, I think, is very good. Um, possibly a little bit more posterior delt. And then we probably should... Tone down the triceps, you know, and, yes. and these are these are the very critical nitpicky things mm -hmm. of somebody that's really, really good trying to be the best. Yeah. And then one thing for all the listeners that are, don't compete, he's not picking at me just to say, oh, Stephanie needs to work on this, this and that. This is all based on competing and what they're looking for. So it's not that, you know, I have a bad physique or um, whatever your thoughts are. You know, this is all based on competing so if i want to do well i need to be able to make this improvements with my physique to meet the criteria exactly i had a, i had a friend sit, sit in with me and uh one of a, our competitors before i'm not going to say her name and i'm not going to say my friend's name either but so he, his mind was blown when she did her her routine right mm -hmm. his mind was blown and you know he was trying to hide like the like the goofy smile that he had on his face so when she was done I was like, you got to do this, this, this. We need to do this. And she was like, okay. And then she went on her way. And he goes, so hold on a minute. So your job is to tell really, really hot girls what's wrong with them. <laughs> and I said, I can see that's a pretty funny way to look at it. Um, but no. Um, and he was like, because I think that's the hottest girl I've ever seen. And, and like you just told her everything that's wrong with her. I said, no, I'm just telling her what she needs to do to win. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, 
on the outside, yeah, that girl's really, really hot, of course. I said, but she's going to go on stage with a bunch of other girls that you're also going to think are really, really hot. And <laughs> many of them are going to have those things that I told her that she needs to do. And so she's got to get that to be the best. And he shook his head and he was like, that's just not reality, man. And I go, that's the reality of this sport. It's sport. So It's a sport. It's not a beauty pageant. Even beauty pageants, you have to still fix some things there, you know. But it's a sport, just like anything else. Well, now uh, we did a lot of shows. We're reversing into what will be not a very long uh, off season because I don't feel that it's necessary. And I feel that uh, you can keep on improving and you have been. Um, how are you feeling these days so the the month of december is always super super busy with me just for like work reasons and i feel like a lot of people don't realize the amount of like mental stress that can cause you know your body to Absolutely. affect you and i've been not sleeping enough i've been just overworking myself not at the gym because i've been doing pretty much the same stuff with the gym and the, the training and the cardio but just you know overworking with my clients and making sure that's perfect and staying up at night just trying to make everything work and then it's definitely taking a toll on my body where i'll go to the gym and like i i could barely lift and i feel tired like i just went on a cruise for three days and a lot of the times, like, you know, we're going to bed like at midnight and then waking up at seven just so we can take, you know, and have fun with all the activities. And just today I like went for a run for like 30 minutes and I was like dying. I'm like, oh, my God, I th 30 minutes for me is super easy, guys. But I was just like literally like I, I can't do this. Like, this is hard. I finished it. But I was like, this is why am I feeling so tired? And it's because I, I went to bed late. I had all the other days where I haven't had enough rest. I haven't had, even though I've been eating a lot more foods and a lot of more variety, like my body is not yet like de-stressed. And that is normal. And she understands that. And I understand that. And uh, it's going to be progression as we go forward. It has not been that long since she's been off the stage and we've been progressing out slowly. Mm -hmm. um, and we will continue to go slowly, slow and steady. And no dramatic changes uh but i'm very 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 pleased with how good her physique is looking mm -hmm. and the fact that we have been toning things down and you know eating a little bit more and having those weekly cheats and still looking super super lean is exciting yeah. everything else will sort itself out very soon yeah. uh and then we will be back into you know a contest prep mode again no 100 percent. and yeah just for those people that are thinking oh it's because you're lean that you're tired no guys like prior to like two weeks ago i was literally like wanting like i was just so antsy to just want to do more like workouts and more cardio and more runs and whatever other activities were out there uh for me to do it's more of like my workload that is from my mental health kind of situation and you're doing a lot of work also with your business and that's what I'm trying to get to. It's just my business that is like pretty much like costing me the extra stress and the extra tiredness and all that stuff. But it should um, tone down, hopefully. But <laughs> but in a positive sense, you're busy, so that's good. exactly no. I'm not. I can't complain. All right. So we do also have uh, some listener questions that have been submitted, and unless you want to go back with the sappy, I love you, I love you stuff, we can get into these questions. They're hopefully fun. <laughs> Um, first question is from uh, Annie, which is Anne Vanow, which we all know on Instagram. And she said, it is my first time writing into the podcast today. Before my question, I just have to say, I have loved seeing both of you work together. The progress has been amazing to witness. Thank you so much for sharing your show preps with us. 
Every moment from the challenges to the victories was very real and relatable since I was in a contest prep this year as well. Well, for starters, thank you. Thank you. You're um, so sweet. <clears throat> that's very sweet, and I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And I love hearing messages like that. Uh, now on to my question about going forward into improvement season and reverse dieting. Do you recommend coming off the fat burners, especially the stimulants like arson and paraburn? Would it make sense to keep in the non-stim ones like Trojan Horse and Carnitrim or come off them entirely to help reset and rebuild the metabolism? Once you're in a caloric surplus, would it defeat the purpose of taking a fat burner supplement? I want to stay lean even in the off season. Thank you again for taking my question. Look at her emoji. That's <laughs> I know, so that's cute. cute. Uh, well, <clears throat> with Stephanie, I break things down in steps. So we don't just finish the show and say, okay, everything's done. I think that is a mistake. And a lot of women do that. And then they say, you know, oh, I, I blew up really bad after my show. And, you know, I have, you know, metabolic damage or my coach screwed me up. And you have to go through these steps. Yes. You know, you can't go a thousand miles per hour and then just slam on the brakes. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. You see a lot of people literally rebound 20 pounds, just a fat like mm -hmm. <laughs> within like two weeks. And it's insane just because they're like, well, it's I'm done with the show. I'm not going to do any more cardio. Oh, I'm done with the show. Then I can go back to, yep. quote unquote, the diet that I was eating before and I should be fine. And then a lot of that, you know, then they start seeing the gain weight and then they start trying to backtrack and then they takes such a toll on your mental game as well because you're just kind of like looking at yourself in the mirror you're not seeing all the shreds and you're like oh everything has been messed up and as you said like the metabolic like damage yep. and everything else so i think that it all has to be done in phases step by step i do think it's great to get off the stimulant based fat burners mm -hmm. give yourself a break give your adrenal glands a break um <clears throat> certain things can be done year round carnitrim can can be done year round you know carnitrim is great <laughs> Um, and the Trojan horse can also be done year round. There's no stimulants in there as well. Uh, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have natural ad additions mm -hmm. uh, to fat burning, but you know, ideally you're going to be doing it with nutrition and of course with your cardio program. You just have to take these things out in steps. Good question though. Um, question number two. Uh, <clears throat> Hi, PJ and Abchik. What any recipes or particular ways to do either of you re recommend for cooking fish? What online coaches do either of you recommend for bodybuilding? I had my first show in June and placed fifth in my class in Classic Physique. However, my coach, who was an IFBB Classic Physique competitor, hardly communicated with me the day of the show, and I had to figure out on my own after weigh-ins what to do. Three... In the podcast, you and Billy suggested, I take a Remedex every day when on prep. I just wanted to clarify the dosage as I have one milligram, so is taking that once every day until the show good. I was thinking of adding Black Labs Letro in. Four, does Harmonize help improve sleep? I've been telling my girlfriend about it. Her sleep schedule has been off lately, where she's been up later in the night to the point where she hasn't been getting good enough sleep. Thanks so much, Nick. All right, so let's go back to the beginning. Okay, so number one, cooking the fish. You guys can actually go check out my YouTube. I have exactly where I cook it. Uh, super, super, super simple. I always recommend for you to you know buy fish that is from North America, uh, so Mexico, Canada, or the U.S. Any other fish from other places, you you know you run through the issues of contamination or bad practices of farming. Um, 
I prefer to buy my fish from Costco's. So that's where I get it. And then you literally just grill it on the stove and just put a little bit of seasoning on it. And then boom, I like to make it like pretty crispy. But if you can go and check out my IGTV or my YouTube, there's a whole like video on how to do that. There you go. Cook your fish like stuff. <laughs> um, I'm pretty basic. Uh, I just usually broil it and I season it with stuff that's spicy because I like spices. Um, what online coaches do either of you recommend in bodybuilding? I'm sorry that you had a bad uh, experience with your coach. I do hear this happening quite a bit. Um, there are many good coaches out there, mm-hmm. and you know, not all coaches, I think, fit with all um, competitors. You have to find the best one for you. I think you should speak to a few before you make your decision. Speak to a few and then speak also to other competitors that have used them yeah. as well because then like that you can kind of gauge what they're doing if it's something that you like. So if you, know, if you like the having someone that – communicates with you all the time make sure that you know you speak to them clearly and not just get it from like the actual coach but from the other people the other competitors because some people think oh just me emailing you once a week it's enough communication where other people like for example with pj i text them every day yeah so i think that's very good advice just don't rush it i mean i could say the names of a bunch of coaches that i think are good but um you've you've got to do the homework on your own you know we have a lot of coaches at Blackstone Labs that have very good mm-hmm. reputations. You can look into the people on the team. You know, Stephanie has a good reputation. Coach K has a good reputation. Billy has a good reputation now. Uh, Jenna Geary has a good reputation. So there are a number of people that are coaching. It's just a matter of what's the right fit for you. Uh, question number three. In the podcast with Billy, you suggested I take a Remedex every day when on prep. I just wanted to clarify that dose is just one milligram every day. I was thinking of adding Blackstone Labs Letro into the last two weeks of prep to really dry out. Yes, you can do that twice a day. It'll definitely help you. Uh, and four, does Harmonize help improve sleep? I've been telling my girlfriend about it. Her sleep schedule has been off lately. Well, her, her sleep could be off because of her hormones being off. And yeah. she could be having all sorts of other issues. But I do believe that the balance of the hormones should help her sleep. I've had uh, Marissa say that uh, it helps her sleep considerably better so i i I do think that it it may absolutely help to sleep for me i've taken that product for a while now and i personally sleep like a rock so i can't give too much of feedback on that but it has helped me like pretty much bring down my stress levels and i'm not as moody as i usually am um so i that's pretty much the reasons why i love 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 the product (laughs) this person says this is the final question uh A good one to close out with, I suppose. Uh, The person says, I have the most important question to ever ask for either of you. What famous person would you choose to have a one-night stand with? Uh, They are clean. Significant others were not involved, a.k.a. you were single, and nobody else would know about it. And this person also added, if I had to pick one bag of groceries to eat from, it would be the abjects. What? Um, That is a, a question that is very, very difficult for me to answer because there's so many fantasy celebrities that I have out there. But for the sake of this show, I am going to say I would like um, I would like mine to be... When I was young, I would say J-Lo. I loved J-Lo when I was a kid. I loved <laughs> J-Lo when she was Jenny from the block. Now I'm really into... I like uh, uh, Gal Gadot, the uh, Wonder Woman. I'm really into Wonder Woman. I like her a lot. I think she's beautiful. <laughs> And um, that would be mine. Now, Stephanie, you can absolutely plead the fifth on this one. You don't I have plead to answer the fifth. this one. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I 
it's it, it's just gonna sound super corny and gonna be like god damn it stephanie but i i honestly couldn't do it with anybody else like that is the greatest way to answer I, that. you know it's just one of those things that like I mean, he's standing right here and looking at me. So one, I can't, <laughs> but it's like, I honestly don't find anybody else. You know, I see men being attractive and I see them, you know, you know, he's really good looking. He has a really nice body, but you know, nobody really tops my Joey. He has, you know, the brains, the attitude he keeps, you know, he makes me happy and you know, he stands, you know, he keeps, not keeps up with me, but what's the word of he supports me and you know, I'm crazy and he's still with me. So, <laughs> well, I think that, uh, from knowing you guys from the outside, I can tell you guys listening that that is an absolutely truthful answer and is beautiful <laughs> to see. And really, I don't think that we should talk about anything else after that. You were ending the, the show on a high note of love, Boom. right? Um, <laughs> Thank you for coming on. It was fantastic. Thank you so much for having and me, I've been PJ. wanting to get you back on. You can come on anytime you want and we have more to talk about. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. And as always, we sign out the same way. Peace out. Peace bye. out. Bye.